0: Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I am Mark Storrs, and with me as always is...
1: I am Chris Carnicelli.
0: And Rob Morphy. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, social is the Instas, the Twitters, the Facebooks, check us out there. The links will be in the description of this uh, episode. Also, too, on Facebook, we got a, uh, uh, a fan page, a fan group, where the fans are gathering yeah. and talking. Phenomenal. Check it out. Uh, thank you, Robert Thompson, for setting that up and uh, being the admin for us. We appreciate that very much. I thought you guys would like to know that currently there is a poll happening on our fan fan page. Uh, the question, real quick here, is what's the connection between cryptids and UFOs? Some accounts of cryptid encounters are coupled with sightings of orbs and other UFOs in the area. What's the correlation? The assumptions are cryptids are real, UFOs are real, our opinions are real. Feel free to add options and vote. <laughs> so, real quick here, the number one leading, number one, okay, butt stuff. Butt stuff. Bust stuff. That's makes, the connection. That is, it makes sense. That really one. does make sense. Number two, when UFOs enter our realm slash plane, cryptids can slip through as well. Number three That's is UFOs chase after cryptids.
2: That also makes a lot of sense.
0: Coming in at number yeah. one, though. Why, why do they chase after cryptids? Butt stuff. Ah, but, uh, there you go. Cryptid butt stuff.
2: There it is. So maybe third and first are just correlated completely.
0: There it is. So you two can join in the conversation and vote in the polls at our uh, Facebook fan page. So be sure to check that out um we've got our tea public shop uh we've got which you can get actually at hellerspace.com love that url also too we have our uh big cartel shop which you can check out too we've got some stuff for sale as well uh and our patreon campaign be sure to stick around after the episode we got some patreon shout outs to go over but let's get down to business
1: let's do this I guess else.
0: this week we're talking about cabbage town the cabbage town tunnel monster in specific. In specific. Not yes. just Cabbage Town.
2: Yeah. We're, it's not actually the first geographical uh, cryptid we've dealt with. It's just the place wherein a cryptid dwells.
0: A town built of cabbage, Robert? No.
1: That sounds horrible.
0: It sounds it's like farty sounds like town. F- oh, <laughs> farts. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> All right, so the Cabbage Town Tunnel Monster. Let's get started. In the spring of 1979, the citizens residing on Toronto's Parliament Street were swept up in a sea of paranoia following one man's terrifying encounter with a tiny, toothy, and evidently intelligent primate like monstrosity. An encounter that suggests that a colony of unknown hominoids may have made their home in the vast labyrinth of passages buried beneath Canada's largest city. Creatures that some say date back to native legends and others believe may be of extraterrestrial origin.
2: Maybe. Savage Snap. Town. Let's go there. Let's do it. On its surface, the city of Toronto is a shining example of a clean, safe, modern metropolis. But unseen by most, there is a dark oh, side. No. Oh, yeah, roll oh, the man. eyes. And wow. Come on. Wow. Tales, Tales from the dark side. All right. We Can- all love it. This
0: is this is the Canadian dark it's, side. It's the
2: haunting negative. You're looking at picturesque Toronto yeah, and suddenly flips. it goes negative with that like deep bassy keyboard. Yeah. yeah. But I apologize. Beneath its pristine boulevards and Broadway shows rests a tangled network of creeks, decaying tunnels, rancid sewer pipes, and the rotting remains of old sub-basements that have long since been built over and forgotten by the world above. This hot mess of moist mazes began with the woodsy, stream-filled terrain upon which the city of Toronto now stands. An unsigned article on Cryptid Wiki about the Toronto Tunnel Monster, as it was referred to there, Further describes the subterranean world under one of North America's fairest cities, stating, The city of Toronto once had numerous streams and waterways that, as the city expanded, were built over and became a network of underground waterways buried beneath the city and merging with the sewer systems. As early city builders would find, it's actually quite difficult to completely erase a river. (laughs) Well, well, yeah. well, I suppose every city engineer will realize that at water one time will, or another. Water will find a way. Water wins. Yeah. And many of the waterways that once penetrated downtown Toronto still exist, rerouted into underground culverts or underground sewers hidden from the public.
0: So they're basically building a city on top of all of this old infrastructure.
2: Not, not even, I mean, it's on top of nature. If it's right. not even infrastructure, it's like mother nature's infrastructure right. and as the yeah. city
0: expands you're, you're taking older older infrastructure onto newer infrastructure right. so yeah it's so you're it's, right. a it's piling on yeah. and on
2: so basically you just have this big wet labyrinth of tunnels both natural and man made built over and you know lost to time and rediscovered and fuck all knows what all right this underground realm is as vast as it is inhospitable, and in 1979 was revealed to be the domain of something more frightening than an albino alligator and more cunning than even the cleverest of sewer rats. Though it still ranks a close second on the scarometer to chud. That's just facts. Uh, yeah, chud. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you know, albino fucking gators. Rats. Rats. Chud. Chud. Hepatitis. Chud to the max. Yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> Hepatitis, various yeah. letters. There you go. The specific location of the sighting was a poverty-stricken slum in the lower east end of Toronto known as Cabbage Town. This is where we explain the Cabbage Town. The area was so designated in order to ridicule the Irish immigrants who had moved into the community during the mid-1800s to escape the ravages of the Great Famine. Those who settled there were so impoverished that they took to farming cabbage in their front yards in order to feed their families, an act of survival which stirred the scorn of their neighbors. Oh, so
0: this
1: is like, oh, you guys live in Cabbage Town. Yeah. Oh, really? Dirty
2: Irish with your dirty Irish cabbage. Wow. Fart
1: lawns. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Jesus. Oh, that's kind of rude. I mean... I wonder why they chose the front lawns, though. I mean, unless Do
0: you they think just maybe there's have like, back lawns. Yeah,
1: they could be. They might not have. Do you think um, maybe there's like a spaghetti town for Italians?
0: Like, I oh, spaghetti town. I'd I'd fucking, spaghetti, it's, it's spaghetti town. It's a great spaghetti harvest. It's just it's like chicken parm and, spaghetti and meat and meatball and some, oh, a nice veal, a nice veal parmesan. Just any parm, wow. yeah.
1: just pizza, just sauce. It's sauce, cheese, meat. Sauce, cheese, dough. meat town. Uh, Parmatown. All right.
2: The best. Like so many urban areas of ill repute, by the time the 1970s had rolled around, savvy contractors had begun scooping up properties at dirt-cheap prices, restoring them, and then renting them out to affluent young professionals. Although the gentrification process was in full swing by the close of the 1970s, much of Cabbage Town remained in a precarious state of decrepitude. Decrepitude? Decrepitude. Okay. Falling the fuck apart. All right. Just the beat shit. All right. It was in just such a crumbling edifice that a 51-year-old animal lover named Ernest shared what was described as a small, neat apartment with his wife of 19 years, Barbara. It would be Ernest who had seen The Furry Fiend, and it would be the Toronto Sunday Sun staff writer Lori Goldstein who would reveal the existence of the horrific humanoid to the public in an article published on March 25, 1979 titled, Tunnel Monster of Cabbage Town, this is how she opened her story there is an eerie city lying beneath the streets of Metro a city none of us knows much about Ernest has been a visitor to that silent world of sewers drainage pipes and the ruins under old houses and the memory of what he saw down there will haunt him for the rest of his life
0: it's a great opening line for a story Damn. yeah, yeah she think. nailed
2: it she's got she's, she's she got me reading she's she's got the she's got the touch you yeah know, I, yeah Lori, yeah.
0: you nailed it I haven't bought a paper in about four years but I'll buy one for this hell
2: yeah yeah Monster sightings? Of course. there you
0: go. Right out of the gate, Goldstein declared
2: that Ernest was anything but a publicity hound, and that he had been very reluctant to tell his story, stating, Ernest didn't come to the sun with the story. The sun found him, after hearing about his experience, through a reliable contact who works with a relative of Ernest's, one of the handfuls of people to whom he has confided the experience. He would agree to talk only if his last name was not revealed. I'm in the phone book, he said. I couldn't stand being called by a bunch of cranks.
0: So cranks. cranks, He he want he just wants to go by Ernest, but not his last name because of the current technology of phone books. It makes sense. I mean, it really does. Well, yeah. I mean, we we've looked up people that have had monster sightings, absolutely. and we find them on Facebook constantly. Easy peasy. Yeah, it's not now, hard. Now I
2: don't know if he's being like super clandestine in that uh he's giving his wife's name
1: he's like cia black ops in this thing my name's falcon
2: yeah exactly condor mcfalcon
1: falcon hawk mceagle
2: (laughs) so i suppose it wasn't really hard for Lori goldstein to track him down
0: but i can i I can see why he wouldn't want to get called by a bunch of cranks Absolutely. which i I don't think i've ever heard it put called out by a bunch of cranks but okay whatever well it's you know? old-timey
2: language i know it's the 70s time was, time was different absolutely even after goldstein arrived in his home for the semi-anonymous interview about the encounter that had occurred the previous august Ernest's words to her sounded less like a man who craved notoriety and more like a desperate plea for privacy he stated i wish you'd never come here if i tell you what i saw people will think i was drunk or crazy they'll never believe me
0: so, why? Mm. All right. True. This is pre interview. This is pre him telling or post?
2: This is, just I just don't tell her. This is when,
0: yeah. I mean, really?
2: But just
1: don't. I guess he Say didn't, bye. Well, then we, there'd there be no story. Yeah. And he proceeded to not tell her. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, I, I mean, <laughs> he grew to the ripe old age of
0: 53. F- 53. He's never yeah. telling his story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a story. You're not going to know about it. I wish you never come here.
1: Series of puzzles, <laughs> yeah,
0: we left Would behind. You- <laughs> I don't fucking no, leaves yeah. a bunch of weird riddles. That you, you crystal gotta figure skulls. Out. Oh, crystal skulls
1: crystal Lord.
2: filled oh, with vodka. Lord. Despite his reservations, Goldstein encouraged Ernest to tell his tale, a tale which began with the good Samaritan rummaging around the rubble outside of his apartment building, armed only with a flashlight, in search of a kitten which had wandered away from a litter that he and his wife had been feeding and caring for. What a nice guy.
0: Yeah. Just a nice, nice guy. Yeah, When you're feeding the kittens, man, you gotta keep an eye on them. They're fast. Oh, Yeah. They'll scuttle away. I tried feeding a bunch of kittens a couple years ago when I got my cat. Her out? kittens, it didn't. Hence, <laughs> I don't have any more cats. Fair enough. Yeah, we tried. Unfortunately, we weren't successful. At corralling the kittens? Could not corral the kittens. They were far Ooh. too far you, too know, you know, you need like high-tech stuff like, say, a cardboard box. I, I, you you yeah. know, I mean, well, they were outside. We couldn't bring them inside. It, it was at work. Think, things are different there. The, not, world's not here different place. the world's <laughs> a different <laughs> place. world's a shit place. a shit plan. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Things happen, Rob. You don't Physics want to Physics are different. It. Yeah. Cardboard doesn't exist. <laughs> Ever. Ernest
2: cautiously made his way toward what he referred to as the entrance of a dark cave. But what was in reality a partially collapsed opening that once served as a link between his building and the adjacent one? By the time the soft-spoken Ernest was searching for his fuzzy friend, the exit tunnel was little more than a constricted chamber emerging from the building's basement with a slab of concrete collapsed onto it. So it's just a dilapidated outdoor tunnel entrance that apparently right. linked these two buildings. <clears throat> it resembles a cave, I guess, in its collapsed state, but it's just man-made shit
0: piled at this is point. Not a place you want to be hanging out.
2: Right. In the darkness of this man-made cave, Ernest heard strange noises like animals in pain, which made him wonder if the kitten might be trapped somewhere beyond the breach. Fearing more for the welfare of his adopted pet than his own safety, Ernest braced himself and began the treacherous descent down the backside of a broken 15-foot length of fire escape, which was the only way to get to the collapsed and partially buried tunnel. Once down, the courageous would-be rescuer noted that, the concrete slab above the tunnel had collapsed on one side during the winter, making it impossible for even a small adult to get inside, quote. Ernest crouched down, pushed his head and shoulders into the crevice, and aimed his flashlight into the void. The beam illuminated a narrow passageway which branched off to the left and plummeted precipitously ten feet back. But what struck the man were not the contours of the tunnel so much as the quote-unquote living nightmare he saw inside of it. Ooh, here oh. we go. Here we
0: go. This is it. Absolutely. All right. What did you see, Bobby?
2: Ernest would describe the thing he had seen to Goldstein in anxious tones that seemed to indicate that despite the seven months that had elapsed since this encounter, the perplexing primate-like entity was still fresh in his mind. In his own words, this is what he saw. It was pitch black in there. I saw it with my flashlight. It was long and thin, almost like a monkey. Three feet long, large teeth, weighing maybe 30 pounds with slate-gray fur. But what made the biggest mark on the wary eyewitness were the creature's large, slanted eyes, which seemed to emit an almost ethereal reddish-orange luminescence." So again, is this eye-shiny stuff? It doesn't have the magical glow of a mystical beast. Uh, it could
0: be. It could Is be. it Hanuman?
2: Are we dealing uh, with uh, monkey it could gods? Be. Oh, it
0: could be. Yeah, it could be. We just don't know.
2: Ernest could do nothing but stare at the inexplicable apparition before him. His mind likely raced to find a reasonable explanation for the existence of this monkey-like monstrosity. It clearly was not indigenous to the wilds of Canada. So, might it be an escapee from a zoo or someone's exotic pet collection? Had there been anything in the papers about a monkey missing from a traveling circus, and whatever the creature's origins, why was it lurking beneath his building? It was at that moment that the creature leaned toward the frightened man, bared its teeth, and began to hiss. Mm. The fucking worst. Hissing. That's good. We know. The hissing's the worst. Ernest was waiting for the thing to emit a full-throated growl and lunge forward, but what it actually did was infinitely more terrifying. It spoke. Yeah. Uh, words?
1: <laughs> well,
0: I mean, y- yes.
1: Okay. All right. I'm yeah, just, cl- just I clarifying. think yeah, I think that implies words, Okay, well. Right? The same. English. Okay. Was it French? I,
2: well, I, I can't I can't swear. Okay. It's English. It was translated into English for speak our benefit. French up there, I'm just saying. Could be. According to Goldstein, Ernest speaks reluctantly of what happened next. He is convinced the thing spoke to him. I'll never forget it. It said, "Go away." Go away in a hissing voice. Come away.
0: Come away. Like that? Sort of? Is it, is it too Gollummy, you think? Is it too black metal?
1: Well, well the way you did it, yeah. Okay. Can, th- can you do it? But who's to say it wasn't Crid- that? Cradle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dan- Danny Phil. Yeah, okay, okay, in there I can't. Fuck I off. Fuck
0: off. Fuck off. All right, so that's. Obviously, it spoke English. It spoke words. And it spoke words. I was, I was English, curious about evidently. that. Okay. Go so it away. says, go away, go away, weird. Go away. Right, strange.
2: Then it took off down a long tunnel off to the side. The last I saw, it was heading off into the dark. The passageway seemed to drop down very quickly and go a long way back. I got out of there as fast as I could. I was shaking with fear. Ernest could not pull himself from the hole and climb the rusting remnants of the fire escape fast enough. His wife, Barbara, confirmed that her husband was not only sober, but in a state of near panic when he rushed back into their home. And this is what she said. I believe Ernie saw exactly what he says he did. He was terrified when he came back to the apartment, and he doesn't scare easily. Look, he's been known to have a drink in the past, Mm. like most people, and to occasionally tie one on. But he's not a drunk, and he wasn't drinking at all that day.
0: Doth protest too much? Hmm. Possibly.
2: Maybe, all right, so maybe Ernie likes
0: a sip. We
2: all do. But we all have various degrees
0: of drinking problems. Necessarily, it's fine. You know, I've always yeah. felt like, unless you're
2: doing some serious fucking pink elephant and
0: DTs, Drinking and hallucinating
2: don't usually go hand in hand. I
0: mean, no. No, not generally. Not really. I mean, unless you're like blackout, but even then you're blackout, so you don't really know.
2: Right. I mean, there's sloppy things. You're not a great eyewitness. There's a lot of things that are incapacitated when you're shit-faced. Right. Or even buzzed, I guess. But you don't tend to like have full-on fabrications of imagination.
0: I oh, could probably misinterpret some shit. I oh, have, yeah, for sure. I have when I'm hammered, so...
2: But probably not a talking red eyed monkey.
0: Nothing that extreme, unfortunately. Or, or fortunately, I guess.
2: Either way, Barbara says he's not a drunk, and he wasn't drinking
0: at all that day. But well, he is known to have a drink from time to time.
2: And to tie one on. Yeah, he's no.
1: So, uh, yeah. Hey,
2: he's a 51 year old.
0: He's no sober
1: Sally. Of
2: Cabbage Town who likes to tie one on occasionally with the boys. Down at the club, no doubt.
0: Farming cabbage, drinking whiskey, right? I don't, I
2: don't think farming cabbage is probably one of the big current pastimes in this kind of urban center
0: at this point. I think
2: I think Cabbage <laughs> oh, Town has okay. graduated from oh, that. Our, oh, gotcha, That's gotcha. more turn of the century. But may, dude,
0: maybe he's keeping it alive. Maybe he's keeping tradition alive. You never know. Carrying on the tradition of farming cabbage and getting in fucked up with lawn? your friends. That's what we would do if we were there do you really be, think that's what we do we hoeing cabbage and getting fucked up on a daily yeah why wouldn't we it's the 19 what 70s what else is there to do I imagine lots of things
2: not really like I can't imagine Find a fucking farming cabbage farm. is ever going to be on the top of my list to do if we were there unless, in I'm, cab- you know, unless we're starving so I'm
1: doing this alone while you guys are yes. fucking off all day I'm, I'm going to farm like sausage yeah, it's true. Okay,
2: all right. I mean, gonna gonna like farm a-
1: you can farm your cabbage.
2: Pepperidge okay. Farms. <laughs> That's the kind of farm. That's right.
0: right. It's Chris's favorite farm. It's Pepperidge Farms. Doing
2: her due diligence, Goldstein interviewed scads of earnest friends, neighbors, and family, and they all confirmed that he was a solid, upstanding citizen, not prone to lies, and certainly not inclined to fabricate a story about a Morlock-like monster that would put his reputation or even his sanity into question. Following the interview, Ernest accompanied Goldstein and a staff photographer to the scene of his strange sighting. There was no sign of the garrulous goblin, but the crew did find the rotten corpse of a cat, which lay mysteriously half buried just inside the tunnel. Tragic as their discovery was, Ernest was grateful that the fatally wounded feline was not his kid. Oh, thank
0: God! But so, did you ever find the cat, though? I don't. I don't
2: know. It's never really. I addressed. think the monkey
0: thing ate the cat. I, think I got a feeling. That
2: probably makes yeah. sense. There's no reason to assume it's not omnivorous. Right. I mean, we'll get, we'll get
0: to that in a minute. I mean, as of today, the cat's dead. Well, by now I it would so, be dead I think so, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I mean. R.I.P. Yeah. Ernest Cat, you're probably dope.
2: Ernest told Goldstein that he believed that the downward slanting passage he had seen the entity scurry into was a tunnel that led directly into the sewer system, and that the cave entrance beside his apartment was an access point used by the creature to the surface. An unnamed worker from the Toronto Sewer Department claimed that this hypothesis was possible, although not probable. He also stated that, The tunnel was probably the result of poor drainage over the years, which had caused erosion underground hollowing out the passage. Who knows where it leads or how far it goes. You'd have to get in there, and the way it is now, it would take a lot of work. However, the sewer department agreed to thoroughly inspect the tunnel, since it could be a safety hazard, as it was feared that the area children might decide to enter the crevice and get lost. Were these civil servants just making sure the passage didn't lead to raw sewage or was were these civil servants just making sure that the passage didn't lead to raw sewage or was the actual agenda established by their superiors to put these men in harm's way in order to discover whether or not subterranean humanoids were
0: infiltrating their fair city. The clandestine Canadian oh. sewer operation. Of <laughs> well sewer workers. Said. All right. Well, but as a putting sewer them in harm's way. As a sewer worker myself, I can I can confirm that we are often clandestinely put in in harm's way mm-hmm. from turds and various other things. Oh that yeah, people, turds. Yeah, stop flushing wipes, everybody. Make my life a lot easier. Okay. I, I didn't I didn't know. Is that an act
1: of yeah, danger? I'm looking
0: at you. Wow, I'm looking at you. Listen, I
1: don't, I don't flush wipes. Thank you. I, Do you
0: flush wipes? I like a gentle touch on my bum. You know what we say? Wipes clog pipes. I mean, we don't say that collectively, but <laughs> I, it's just I, a poster that's,
2: that's at work. That's that's kind of like banal, but sweet and specific.
1: Wipes clog pipes. <laughs> All right. So wipes go in the garbage. Yeah, don't, Fair pl- don't you, flush shit-filled them. wipes. Or just cool, sure. cooling Why down not? ass wipes,
0: <laughs> whatever.
2: Because yeah, what, who's what, going to have garbage filled with tucks medicated shit if wipes. Somebody Use those. However, you're going to decide
0: to use your wipes, just consider the fact that when you flush them, they come to me. I mean, not in, and not around the world, but in the Auburn area. And then I got to fair enough. I got to literally dig them out of pumps, and it sucks. So do me a favor. Do your old friend Mark a favor. Don't flush the wipes. don't flush the wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well. you can make a difference, Robert. You wow. alone. I, you start I, this trend right now, I'm and you so tell glad. people I am not flushing wipes. I feel like that's a lot of burden on me. I feel it's like you need to offer
1: yeah. them a better solution to store a shitty wipe. Because who's gonna who's gonna just maybe throw just it in get the garbage like a diaper pail Nobody wants. They're just sitting in their house for a like a diaper in have to flush the. I mean,
0: if it's really that shit it up, you could always just you know like you could wrap it up and tie it and bag and toss out in the garbage and leave it out there for raccoons to eat.
1: Why not? Every know, time you how's shit? That sure. <laughs> Look how, per, per, Chris per like the That's like Every space. day that means every time you shit, <laughs> it's an ordeal.
0: Oh uh. Well, ordeal or not, I think maybe these Canadian sewer workers were onto something.
2: What if uh, we genetically manipulate monkeys so that they can be uh, instructed verbally and in English to pull the wipes from said tubes, making your life easier? As apparently the Canadians attempted to do back in the seventies. But then
0: I have to work side by side with these monkeys. What if one of them goes nuts? But they're what in, like, if it they're rips my balls tunnels. and eyes off? Well, well, then what do I do? Which
1: is what At they do. At least you're
2: not touching shit
0: wipes.
1: <laughs> it's true. So it's you know, win win.
0: That's true. Actually, you know what? Keep flushing. Keep me in business. There you go.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Your job's gonna get automated away to fucking monkeys. Job security. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can't
0: get a monkey to fucking turn a wrench. Automation. Andrew Yang, 2020.
2: (laughs) Nice, nice (laughs) plug for Nice plug for Andrew Yang. I like that. Oh my god. It's worth noting. Now we're going to get back to the story, leave the wives behind, right. and get into some legends. Right. It's worth noting that the Algonquin tribes that once populated this river-filled region spoke of their sometimes harrowing, sometimes helpful interactions with small, hairy, humanoid water spirits, which flourished in the waterways that were eventually buried beneath Toronto. These creatures were known as the Mameguisi. I think I'm saying that right. Mimguaswa. No, I think it's the Meme Gwesi. Okay, I'm
0: going to say Meme you can You can do that. We're just going to agree to disagree. You, you can agree to be wrong. <laughs> and they were
2: described as being child-sized with fur-covered flesh, narrow faces, nearly non-existent noses, and large
0: heads. That sounds kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Most intriguingly are the stories that claim that the voices of these ostensibly ethereal, though oddly corporeal, creatures resembled the whine of a dragonfly. What an odd... what an odd I mean What's the whine of a dragonfly? That buzzy sort of... I, I mean, I'm not doing well, that's it justice they, that's at how all. how they talk? Well, I, I guess. <laughs>
1: Is, like, I really isn't that I don't know that's they weird. don't have like vocal cords do they dragonflies no I think it's just, no, that's just from their the wings, wings I think yeah yeah but only like I hear it like when there's big ones you kind of hear like a yeah a right, flappy like a little zzz. fluttery huh. buzzy thing but like small ones I don't generally get that point. that
2: would be odd incorporating that sound into into a voice vo- oh, yeah no yeah. vocal cords that'd be really weird
1: be real bad
2: odd were the entities that the Cree and Innu storytellers described as being water spirits actually flesh and blood creatures? Mm-hmm. Could they have perhaps been an archaic race of proto humans, not unlike the diminutive Homo which, like so many other animals, made their homes and foraged for food in and around bodies of water? And if this were the case, might these creatures have found ways to survive beneath the city that had claimed their ancestral lands as scavengers who prey on small mammals like rats, or even kittens, perhaps even the occasional human? Murder. Murder. Oh, murder. <laughs> or conversely, <laughs> might these actually be supernatural beings clinging tenaciously to the creeks, streams, and rivers that gave them substance?
1: <gasps> the gods. Substance. Oh.
0: Substance.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's the Greek chorus. <laughs> yes. Bring it at home. Hands. Are they? Maybe. Yes. No. Who knows?
1: <laughs> belief. 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 <laughs> I can't even go for that anymore. Perhaps
2: the strangest theory comes to us from the Torontoist reporter. Torontoist. Ooh. Torontoist? Yes. Yeah. The, okay. the Auburnist? Yeah. I like think it's gets cool. One. Yeah, the Syracuse system. Reporter Patrick Metzger, in an article published February fourth, twenty thirteen, titled "Toronto Urban Legends: The Real Toronto Underground," followed by the subheading, "Could Toronto be built on top of an ancient alien city?" Fuck yes,
1: it just makes sense.
2: All right, finally, we're getting into something that feels real none of this yeah. silly bullshit yeah Legitimate. exactly yeah
1: this was all dumb up until now yeah
2: in the article Clearly. metzger <laughs> refers to one commander x oh come on yes the author of the book underground alien bases who claimed that an extraterrestrial culture had built a hypermodern city beneath the surface of toronto which runs on quote-unquote underground equipment utilizing powerful magnetic fields Commander X further speculated that this equipment was the creation of the thing seen by Ernest in 1979, presumably as a lone mad scientist or part of a larger alien engineering team.
0: Yeah, why are you guys poo pooing this idea? This clearly makes sense. I'm not. I'm clearly fully endorsing it. Okay, because Commander X came out and gave
2: the truth. He's on the ball. Yeah. A legitimate (sighs) investigator of the God's Honest fucking engineering team. He wrote a book, it must be true. Yeah. Yeah, you don't write things down on lies. He
0: Probably has a super sweet GeoCities or Angel Fire page. Oh shit. Yeah. It's the sweetest. Exactly. Black text with fucking
2: and green background. If this weren't quite enough, the commander also proposed that magnetic fields generated by this enigmatic underground race are responsible for the bizarre electronic failures that cause automobiles to lose control in the Cabbage Town intersection below which the alien technology has been allegedly built.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. That's what it would do. The magnets would fuck your car <laughs> just makes
2: sense. Yeah. That's the dead giveaway. The alien tech is being fully fucking Commander Axe is putting yeah. a
0: lot on the line by coming forward.
2: Metzger points out that there is no independent evidence of strange magnetic effects in the area, nor is there an inordinate amount of traffic accidents. Well, of course, Metzger, working for the Torontoist, yeah, exactly. has got to do what he can to cover Cousin the truth. Cousin
0: to Brad mm-hmm. Metzger.
2: Wow. Or Radley, a fine, fine pornographic and softcore filmmaker from the 70s.
0: Didn't Brad, Brad Metzger did a bunch of like DC shit, right? You're thinking of Brad Meltzer? Oh, I am. Damn. Oh, yeah,
2: the guy that had that mystery show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah,
0: he did a bunch of cool DC comics. Sorry, right, never mind. Whatever, magnets and shit are happening. Magnets <laughs> are yeah, real. That's right, yeah. Oh, my God. Inexplicable. The, the, yeah. Yet real. Can Commander X... Ax- All
2: right, let's wrap this up and then right. figure out what we're going to do with these All right, fuckers. right, let's do it. On an episode of the Animal Planet show, Freak Encounters, Toronto sewer workers inspected the tunnel system wherein Ernest and had had his life-altering run-in with the unknown and found that the passage had been partially collapsed. When questioned about this discovery, the director of the Occult Research Bureau, Salico Kalfau... Oh,
1: no. Yeah. Why is everyone looking at me? because <laughs> because it's you we know god damn well it's you no, none of us ever have an idea about the occult except you okay all You're right well i keep one. my
0: i keep my occult ideas under direct. wraps what an awesome title of yeah. the occult
2: research just Bureau. because
0: it's the occult doesn't mean that there isn't a hierarchy there's directors there's assistant directors there's the assistant to the assistant director there's a secretary the assistant to the secretary the treasurer there's a treasurer uh, key there's grab a, there's a uh, key. no not I, that's in the movie department there's a clerk i
1: that's D- right. Hence, there's, this
0: is why we looked. There's at even you. an entire labor department. Because we knew you'd Duh. be able to explain there's it to There's a whole us.
1: street crew. Wow. They're
0: fixing telephone lines with occult powers. What?
1: They have a street crew? So yeah. Stickers <laughs> and promoting the occult research bureau. Exactly. Kelfau.
0: We all uh, not Esquire. we. People have weird names. What are you gonna do? He suggested,
2: or she? Honestly, I don't know. I'm not gonna be very specific. They, say they. They suggested. Yeah. That the destruction might have been intentional claiming. One theory is that this creature actually knocked down part of the wall to prevent people from going further in to look for it. So if that's the case, then this creature would probably have the ability to tear a person
0: into small pieces. What's that saying? This thing wasn't saving humanity from the rest of its race.
2: So it's not so much trying to keep humanity out to protect itself and its ilk, but it's trying to protect humanity from...
0: it. Yeah.
2: His brothers and sisters who are notorious flesh eating monsters. Yeah.
0: yeah. It saves kittens, and it protects humanity. Is that
2: why he told Ernest to get out
0: in that hissy, yeah, horrible he voice? Yeah, because he didn't want his people to find Ernest and his people up top, and then there's a whole war the the underground people versus the people that are living on, on, on the top. But
2: did they build? The Molemen. The alien city? Or are they just populating it? Are they the maintenance crew?
0: Maybe they built are it. Are they
2: unrelated? Yeah, are they, I are they, don't... Are they, the, yeah. are they the mystery water sprites that lived there from a time immemorial, and then when aliens came and colonized it, they're like, well, fuck, now do we have to peacefully coexist, or are they...
0: Constantly at odds. What if odds? the water sprites came from space? It could happen. It's it's true. It could totally happen. They crashed here a millennia ago, and then the next thing you know, they got to build their whole city. They got magnets. All of a sudden, there's a fucking town built on top of them. They're fucked, but they got all this tech. But they're like, fucker, we're just going to stand. I totally want to believe that, like these, like slowly evolving
2: <laughs> proto humans are trying to defend <laughs> the Chris, surface dwellers, <laughs> the abs- the surface dwellers from the aliens' nefarious agenda. Maybe they do. But let's let's they round are, this up. They are they are the race of deeper.
0: creatures between us and the aliens, and we're going to be led by. Commander they are the X. bulwark. Yeah,
2: that has because they are they are humans too. Yeah. I mean protohumans, maybe different yeah. species of humans, but still humans. At least in this theory. There you go. They're doing what they can to protect us from them, the other, the foreign antibodies that invade okay. this fleshy, fleshy earth and try to infect us with their
0: evil alien ways. And magnets. And magnets. Magnet power. Yeah. Yeah. I want to thank everyone for not not making a magnets, how do they work reference. Thank you guys. I almost did, but I know. Thank you for not not doing it.
2: Despite (laughs) the Toronto sewer Department's skepticism regarding the interconnectivity of the shafts below cabbage town and the larger sewer system, an anonymous employee who spoke with the sun reporter was not quick to dismiss Ernest's account stating People who work on the surface just don't know what it's like down here. It's a whole different world. Another unnamed employee of the sewer department was quoted as saying, I don't know what he saw down there, but I'll tell you one thing. If we could get in there, I sure as hell
0: wouldn't want to go down alone. Sage words indeed. Well, well, yeah. Generally speaking, safety precautions, you wouldn't go down there alone. You always have a two- or three-man crew.
2: Well, yeah, but I think the implication is... The paranormal horrors and extraterrestrial tech nightmare. Okay, and the magnets. All right, I think that's what he's saying. I don't think it's just general safety protocols. I think it's a deeper underlying fear. All right. Well, and it could just be that it's really just smart to fucking have a backup plan and some probably people really there should. Help yeah, you yeah. Be yeah, that's down the there, deal.
0: but I mean, you know, as as a sewer worker, uh, you know, my uh, heart goes out to other sewer workers too who are dealing with alien, possible paranormal things. So, uh, good on you, boys. Absolutely. See you in the sewers. (laughs) I know. Wow.
1: (laughs) Good job. Nice. Called the thin brown line.
2: What the fuck are we dealing Um, with
0: here? (laughs) uh, Brothers and brown. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Brothers and brown. Brothers and turds. Uh, I mean, I know you guys know where I'm going to go with this. But before I go there, let's just skeptically look at it and say, okay, could this guy... Being hammered or not, whatever, who knows? Could he have seen something down there that he clearly had had mistaken for um, for th- this creature that spoke to him? Could a
2: bearded, diminutive, homeless man trying to just mm-hmm. find shelter I mean, in a tunnel. Yeah, could be embarrassed to be seen. Maybe in his skivvies. Get out! Fuck off! Just, on, <laughs> just yeah, but on, <laughs> all, on
1: all fours, right? Yeah, no, standing. I oh, so was standing yeah, up. I was standing up. Yeah. But they so, said three three so feet
2: long. A wang wang sized <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Superhero yeah, we'll homeless would we'll be person, wang wang sized but with yeah. glowing orange eyes. No, all right. Ooh, so the really homeless skinny. guy, yeah. I mean,
0: depending on where he saw, he he could have clearly seen something and mistaken it. I, for, you know, I, I could, well, yeah, I could, I could, he could have.
2: I could buy height, or I could buy glowing orange eyes. I could even buy fully hair covered. But all three, I'm gonna say, maybe it's a lot. not a human. Yeah, it's a lot.
0: That is quite a bit. The so. talking
2: thing is what really throws you for a fucking loop. Yeah, because was, if it was just like a primate thing, you could say, right. oh, there's eye shine mm. or some shit. Even though I know there's certain animals that don't have eye shine. I'm no expert in it. But you flash a light past the glistening eyes of an animal in a little man-made clothes. cave. Yeah. You might think it's glowing when it's actually not. Okay, But the fact that it spoke, that just throws the monkey dick in the works for me.
1: Yeah, weird. Yeah, but I mean... Weird. Cats and, and dogs, they do occasionally say stuff that sounds like fucking words. Yeah, they do. It's true. The meows, growls. Yeah.
2: But but you'd think you would know if it was a cat or a dog and not describe it as cool. a monkey like that. I'm not
1: saying it was a cat or a dog. I'm just saying animals make noises that sound yeah, like that words. Yeah, that sound like, like, like they're talking. So it could be. Yeah, it could have just
0: seen some weird animal down there that he mistaken for a
2: to play devil's advocate, okay. If yeah, it's like an escape right. monkey or primate or right. ape, I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah, it could be.
1: Uh, I mean, weird spot for them to live, but you know. Made
2: weird sounds that just distinctly sounded to the absolutely not drunk Ernest.
1: It was clearly not uh, drunk.
2: As get out, Absolute Smelling of whiskey. Smelling so is that a possibility? Yes. Is it likely? Probably not. Okay.
0: All right. You well know? I mean I, look, I want to go right to Commander X. I want to skip over cryptozoology completely and just go to fucking aliens and weird shit. so but I'll give you the cryptozoology platform. what do you think
2: well i i what I find intriguing uh. about that I mean it's not like I mean Toronto is obviously one of the grandest cities yeah. in North America or on the planet, really but so it's not where you'd expect to find a fucking cryptid, generally speaking, even though devil monkey sightings very often happen in urban centers like Chicago and other places, but devil monkeys aren't necessarily known to, you know, be fluent in English or any other language. Right. Um, I'm more intrigued, I think by the native American legend tie in that there are these, uh, the Way C or whatever it Mm -hmm. was that, you know, really kind of fit the description of what these are. Right. And so, uh, like, you know, and like, Different areas, like in Bennington River, there's like the puckwudgies. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot of small, hairy, intelligent, sometimes yeah, didn't mischievous.
0: We talk about that with the Dairy Fairy. I think we did a yeah. little bit. Yeah.
2: So, so it's it, it's not beyond the pale, especially in Native American lore, uh, or Native Canadian lore, as the case may be, uh, uh, to have creatures like this. So I'm intrigued by the indigenous peoples recognizing creatures like that, having lived in the area for hundreds, if not thousands. So maybe they they literally
0: got pushed underground. And as Toronto grew and expanded, they just kind of kept digging deeper underground. Now they're just living in old, you know, old culverts and old sewer pipes.
2: I mean, what else would you, I mean, you could either go further North and try to, you know, into the the winter, yeah, make a living, you know, off the land up there, or if it's just too damn cold or whatever, What better way? You know, you you have the heat generated by the city, you know, to keep you warm in the winter. You have rats and God knows what else to eat. Humans. Humans,
0: possibly. You Mm -hmm. can certainly scavenge all sorts of shit. You could.
2: I mean, it wouldn't be a pretty comfortable life, but it would be a survivable life.
0: Probably really more survivable than just living in the middle of the woods, honestly. I would think so. You got more resources. I mean, you have shelter, yeah. and you could have a community. But we could also flip this around. This could also be possible for aliens. Well, could be. Commander X. Commander X coming out of nowhere. Yeah. but Just saying, man. That's the problem. Dude, Some look, when <laughs> you got to drop knowledge, when you're Commander X, you write a book, you get your website, you get your Tumblr, you get your MySpace, you get all this shit in line, and then you put the truth out. Yeah. Now I don't know how this ties into the occult, but we're just gonna go with it. So I'm I'm riding with you. If you're man. talking about some you build sort of this
1: like this ass
2: roller coaster and I'm going down. If
0: you're talking some sort of like alien species that comes down here or whatever and like it's just building its tech, but then maybe it is involved in some uh, some occult practices. You don't know. It could be. Or maybe I mean, the maybe the occult you and your folks occult found
2: UFOs. It.
0: Because it ties together, dude. It yeah, all what, ties together. Just magnets exactly. always. That's well, the... The, man, the magnet technology, actually, the magnets, because of how, I don't even want to say this, how magnetism works, uh, I mean, maybe uh, due to minerals or deposits in the area or something, maybe it's a high concentrate, and maybe that's, you know, I'm just making this up, maybe that's something that's giving them more power, I mean, I, I don't know about magnets, I don't know how that, the, the, the technology works, I don't know, is the hoverboards, what is it, hover trains? Like maglev? Yeah, like what do you do? Like it, are, should,
2: they, are the magnets repel or attract? Yeah, but, but
0: but I'm saying, what are you going to use that in with some kind of like technology? Like, what are you going to do with that?
2: Make things move?
0: Exactly. But what? Like a like uh like a drive shaft or something? Uh, w- like what, on a motor? What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Just help me. <laughs> tell to me to Commander help you. X is right. Tell me he's right. Here's what
2: fucks me up about <laughs> Commander X's you know epic tome underground alien bases. He says that an alien, a hyper-modern, excuse me alien city, yeah. Was, built beneath Toronto. I guess what I was trying to get it like right. Was Toronto there and right. then they just
0: started that's, building beneath? No, I think that, well, well, that's, that's what I it, assume. It sounds like, yeah, they There's no way there was an alien
1: city that no one just knew about and we built over it. And we built over it, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Unless it's like buried,
2: uh, you know, the
0: thing style, right. deep, deep in the earth. I guess what I was trying to say is if they had all this magnet tech, we on the surface would fucking know about it. You are just not done with magnets Because yet, you? we would know about it. There's no way there's going to be all this tech buried underneath us that we have no clue about.
2: Well, if it's alien magnet tech, maybe it's undetectable by Earth magnet. Tech I just wanted to like, like
0: people are walking and like changes flying out of their pockets, and yeah, all <laughs> of a sudden they're just slamming they're to the ground. Their keys stuck. are ripping yeah. out of their pockets. Yeah. I cannot walk why? through this fucking someone, someone on a bike just fucking falls like over. Like cars just yeah. collapse. Just... All four <laughs> tires explode. Yeah, like why? But maybe it's, it's alien magnets. They have different. Thing, magnetism.
2: I have to. I have to do it. In, I'm in, stuck on in magnets. In deference to uh, clearly our, our, our brilliant <laughs> northern cousins and their scientific acumen. What about like some sweet, sweet rats and nim style fucking experiments that went haywire? Oh, you're going back no to the, alien tech. The, the patient the black,
0: zero, dude. Man squirrel.
2: Patient zero, man squirrel. You're,
0: you're talking black op, Canadian black
2: op. I'm talking about fucking Weapon X shits, except <gasps> they're little, you know, orange-eyed monkeys that. Living half Man, shame beneath the fucking I,
0: streets of Cabbage Town. I really just hate to tell myself the stuff that Weapon X wasn't real because 'Cause I'm like, Weapon X, yeah, I'm like, oh wait, it's not real. No, <laughs> yeah. like, Shit. God damn it, I got excited. Like, yeah, Weapon X. Um, yeah, it could be some sort of Canadian government, government experiment, let loose in the wild, gone awry, mixed with man, alien and occult figures. <gasps> okay. And then throw in magnets. And then throw in fucking <laughs> magnets, of course. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Oh my God. You got a rat salad.
2: There oh, it is. Oh my God. Rat salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: perfect. Um, Um, I do like the idea, though, of uh, maybe like an ancient alien, or not an ancient alien, but like some sort of alien civilization living under there. Granted, I know I got magnets on my mind, um, polarity in my heart. It happens. So, uh, but, I mean, I want it to be real. That's all I want. Well, Just a little little truth, a little Commander X truth. This
2: guy. That's all I'm talking about. Seemed to be reputable. Let's just go back to the core of it. Mm Mm-hmm. All bullshit aside, this this guy had friends and family and co-workers all stand up and say, he's not, you know, a liar, he's not a fool, he's not prone to making things up, or a drunk, and uh, and if he came forward to, and he didn't even want to, like, come forward forward, right. you know, I mean, his last name wasn't even revealed, even though obviously it was pretty easily traceable. He just was like, "There's something going on, and maybe people should know about it in case it's dangerous." Mm-hmm. And he was just trying to help a kitten. I mean, he wasn't down there like bashing cats or trying to, oh. you know, get rid of vermin, whacking rats with yeah, sticks, well, or do doing that? some Jeez. fucking shady shit. He was there just trying to help a kitten out, and climbs down like in this totally Indiana Jones fashion, this backwards-ass, yeah. yeah. half-rusted fire escape that's dangling into this concrete pit. I can barely imagine it, but it just seems sh- just skeevy as fuck tetanus ridden as the dills yeah yeah and and then he sees this thing and it's just like don't look at me
0: yeah look, tells him to get out
2: and it's just like get oh out. fuck get out and and, it, and <laughs> then that's it, it just... if, if he was lying you would think he would embellish it like we had a conversation or he explained to me about his race <laughs> and he said
0: <laughs> have a magnet yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I said, read, them I down said don't go away no no <laughs> <go> away. <laughs> here's the pentagram and a magnet. Enjoy a cigarette. Would you like a beer? And he's like, no, sir, I don't drink, but I do farm cabbage on my spare time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking about that,
2: what if it doesn't go all the way back to Native Americans? What if it uh, is something that was brought over by the Irish immigrants?
0: Oh. Furry little leprechauns. The Irish brought, oh, yeah. While
2: they're growing their They'd cabbage, cool. they're also
0: bringing their beliefs with them to the new world. And then the leprechauns are in the streets and they're like, fuck this. This is crazy. We're going underground. It's where we belong because we're cool little like water spirits or whatever. All right.
2: All right, I like that idea too. Leprechauns are not cool little water spirits. I guess we have to establish that.
0: Okay, I don't know. I don't, I don't I mean, know. I mean, they're
2: cool little sprite type things, but I, I don't believe well, according the water to American
0: spirits. Gods they actually aren't small. Well, okay. The gray monks N- fucked over Mad Sweeney. Neil Neil Gaiman,
2: you know, you got to go with him as an authority. Yeah, but,
0: yeah. I mean, clearly, over but, you know, uh, oh, Neil Gaiman or Commander X, what do you do? I well, clearly like Commander, X. Way, yeah, uh, Commander X. Either way, he has X in his name. Yeah, I know. He's the
2: author- he wrote a book. I guess Neil Gaiman wrote many books. Do you think books. Commander
0: X hangs out with Terminator X?
2: I'd like to think so. I hope they hang out. They'd Terminator X. Terminator
0: X. Turn there it up. Go. Bring the noise. There it is.
2: So uh, so we got leprechauns, uh, Native American water sprites, genetically modified monkeys. Aliens. Alien tech riddled with magnets, all in this big confluence of fuck all beneath <clears throat> Toronto. And what it's really doing is causing a lot of traffic accidents in one specific intersection. Okay. Though there's no real evidence indicating that.
0: I would kind of like to see the traffic cam footage or the police reports of all these. Because if there really is this intersection where all of these different things are happening, all right, then you might have cause to be like, all right, let's get the sewer crew together. Let's get the occult laborers union on this. (laughs) The
2: occult laborers union. Yeah, and
0: let's get down there and figure this fucker out. Let's have a talk. Let's be like, look, move your tech. We got a street. We get it. You can zone for these things. We got a street. We've got a street. Yeah, you can zone, dude. We got a street to deal with here. (laughs) Exactly. Look, you you think I'm joking? That's how shit gets done. You got a problem? You go to the guy. You're like, look, we got a thing. You got a thing. Let's figure this out. Move it. I
2: feel like you're you're accidentally on purpose revealing secrets about the occult Bureau of Labor. (laughs) And, well, the pro- well. and, and like the negotiate, like the only place this yeah. ever comes out is Iceland when like they're dealing with elves and shit. But in real life, like everywhere, yeah, there's, there's a bureaucratic Dude. issue with sprites and pixies and whatnots, and you constantly have to be negotiating with the Teamster Goblin Union. Don't even
0: get into who uses standard and metric; it's a whole thing. When you're on a site, it sucks. You got German equipment? You don't know if it's going to be it's, if it's a standard. Hopefully, it can't be. It's going to be metric. God bless you and the other unsung heroes that keep this world <laughs> the ticking, re- the wrench, ticking away. The the occult
2: wrench turners of
0: America. God bless you of, all. Of the world. Um, I'm sticking with aliens. That's where I'm going to stand with it. I'm just thinking it's an alien civilization underneath there. Commander Axe is blowing the fucking lid off this thing. The occult's involved. There's magnets, and they're fucking shit up. So you're just thinking everything now. Yeah. That's it I is do. a rat yeah, salad. That's what I do. Come so on, so mark stores yeah. in the magic Come way. on. you got me, man. I, yeah, See, you, you understand me. Chris just looks at me with derision and scorn. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> no, just mad. today, it's just like a, Yeah, why today? Why the derision I, and I don't scorn? Know. You didn't send me any sad faced emojis today. What happened? I don't know. You I'm normally send me emojis, and I'm, I asked tired. Rob the other week. I'm like, why does Chris always send me sad faces? Is Chris,
1: dude, is Chris sad? All, everybody I text gets the sad face. Why, though? You either get the bawling, the super yeah, bawling. You're, you're always or, crying. Or the tear. Or the tear. Or the, te- <laughs> <laughs> or the single tear. But I was getting concerned. The, the I'm bawling like, is... Is this a cry for help? No. All the right. bawling is usually... I'll be like, oh, man, I'm tired today. And then you get the super bawling because okay. it's exaggerated. All or right. if it's like something sweet happened, like, dude, New Bay Religion's out. I'm bawling. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, all and right. tears just like
2: no but tears can be used to denote all kinds of emotions. I thought maybe it's because
0: right, yeah. you, like, like we have different phones, you had like different emojis that like weren't translated. I'm like maybe he means a smiley face. So, like look, I, I do the smiley face nope. with the cowboy hat. That's my favorite one. Oh, yeah, or like the the sweet sign, the sweet surfer sign. Nope, like that's that, that's a new dead. one.
1: Yep, right on. Yeah, yep. nobody gets a smiley face.
0: Do you have, do you got the the cross swords emoji? <laughs> Um, I, I don't use, know. I use that all the time. I get it, so uh, that yeah, means Michael recognize it. I love the the crossword's my favorite. So, Chris, what do you think?
1: I don't, Sad uh, emojis aside. I there's no magnets. Okay. There's no magic. Okay. Commander X is a fool.
0: Oh no. <gasps> gosh, I'm talking about my dad. Bold word. fucking
1: fool. Bold <sighs> words. All right. Ernest uh Falcon okay. um, did drink, regardless of what was said. Okay. He wasn't hammered. He saw something. It's something terrestrial. Okay. I I believe. Okay. What it is, I do not know. All right. An owl.
2: But do you think terrestrial as in
1: not misinterpreted yes. a domestic
2: okay. or wild animal?
1: Sure. Could be a cryptid, okay. but something on the earth now.
0: Okay. So you're
1: N- still
2: leaving it open that right. it might be something unidentified. No,
1: I don't think so. He,
0: I think Chris is yeah. he I he think said Chris yeah. Might putting Yeah, might absolutely.
1: Oh you are. Okay. It could be. All right. All right. I just don't All think I think it's not an alien or a or a spell. Or paranormal. <laughs> or a <spell>. right, yeah. <laughs> Some form of incantation it's not a gone awry. Sermon. It isn't from an. It Could be an incantation. So
2: maybe. no Nazi experiment gone awry. No. I don't
1: think so. Probably
0: Nazi experiments shit. in Canada. Well, do they do that? Listen,
2: Nazi experiments are where all nefarious half
0: But there's no like notorious nazis Plus you I remember I mean Toronto's uh, right by knows? the water Maybe too.
1: So there's just there's South water there. Yeah, Toronto
0: is right near yeah, that's literally right. A lot of crazy stuff by water. Yeah,
2: you you boat could have slipped into the Great Lakes There area. also we we've talked
0: about this before but there is reports of uh USO bases in Lake Ontario which is right on what's Toronto's right there. Absolutely. I mean literally across from us. So Oh yeah. I, I mean was, we've
2: all frequented Lake Ontario.
0: Quite a bit, yeah. There's a monster in there too. There is. There's USOs. There's you, you never know. There could be alien alien bases down there. So ghost I ships. mean, you know, yeah, ghost ships. Yeah, none of
2: which has anything to do with Toronto.
0: Maybe it all ties in together. Maybe Toronto is the paranormal hub for North America, where all this crazy shit stems from.
2: Clearly, Ohio is the paranormal. Well, yeah, hub. I
0: was going to say actually, but it, it really might would be Ohio. a sub hub. Could be. Could be. All right, Rob. So what's your uh, what's your take?
2: It's. It's interesting. I do think that he saw something inexplicable, at least to him. I don't think it was a human being. I don't think it was a domestic animal. Uh, I'm not inclined, as I'm often not, to think it has a paranormal origin, nor, in this case, an extraterrestrial origin. I think that I'm intrigued with the idea that maybe, and, and you know, we've talked about this before, um, ancient ancestors of us Maybe exist in really remote hidden pockets? And what better place to hide than beneath a bustling city where you can have tons of scraps, uh, access to you know kittens, dogs, rats for food, you know, garbage. Um, you don't come out very often, only at night, very rarely. and uh, and I'm fascinated with the thought that that another species of humanoid could have developed intelligence and, And wasn't apparently on the attack, just warning this dude to get the fuck out. Maybe for his own safety, maybe because he was, it was, afraid. You know, we don't know what it was. Um, But I'm going to leave it in the realm of uh, cryptid, I think.
0: All right, and as I previously stated, I'm saying uh, alien, occult, combination of magnet technology, (laughs) various labor unions. Right and um, occult and otherwise, yeah. Just you know, this. I mean, this is what happens. It's all under the same hey, umbrella. Do
2: extraterrestrial labor unions have to deal with occult labor unions? And are there a lot of bad? Well, yeah, it's the same
0: umbrella. Well, yeah, we we same have all, we all, it's, it's like same I'm in player. I'm in I'm in a union, but I'm under a greater union. So we're all you know we're all under a bigger union. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, like the union that I'm in for my job, but there's then there's a bigger union above. Do me. they have to? They, just, that like the fire
1: departments under, and the the police. I would have presupposed
2: so, yeah. that a cult, and extraterrestrial, would be under the no, same
1: no, umbrella. No, no, they have to. Aliens can't come down here without contacting Zoning. the cult. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, and we all committee. have our president, Mister. Alistair Crowley, to thank. So there you go. Hail to the chief. Yeah. To the ch- yeah. And Hell then the chief. there's the Magnet Syndicate. Yeah, and then, oh, yeah, the don't even get me fucking yeah. started. There you go. All right,
0: oh. so there you have it. Psychedelic Space Wizards. Thank you all so very much for joining us for the Kryptonite Podcast. Um, be sure to stick around. We got some Patreon shout outs for our good patrons uh, coming up here. Uh, as mentioned uh, previous, we've got the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. You can leave some uh, reviews there. I don't think we talked about that in the beginning, though. So that's okay, but you can leave your uh, reviews there. We appreciate that greatly. Um, Instas, Twitters, and in Facebook, Facebook group, check it out. We'll put the link for that. And
1: we'll be talking to you soon. Bye. It's been fun, friends. Don't go into a weird, forbidden, r- rumble zone of <laughs> support.
2: I still can't. Really? apocalyptic <laughs> I mean, weird
1: sinkhole. Yeah, really. I, I, that's what I picture I've in my head. I've read it, but I, I can't mean? really
2: like, imagine it still. I, I, I can see like a concrete tunnel that connects buildings. But then it's sort of exposed, and it exposed because the buildings have collapsed. I can see a concrete slab. I can't really. I've been trying to wrap
0: my head there's around it. There's a couple of spots, of actually, that I,
1: I know that look like this. I'll bring it to them.
0: Yeah. Right it's, just, I just it, it's just like crumbling a crumbling
1: foundation with water. That's what I picture, like a yeah, mess, and totally. then there's just a spot where it goes down, and it, it just down leads deep, into yeah. yeah, and
2: then becomes, I guess, a, a natural there's cave. There's a spot yeah.
0: just over in the woods like this. I'm pointing to the, the, the listeners can't see, but yes. over to the core, there's a spot Well, we'll like go
2: it. check it out, and then I'll feel a lot better.
0: Support your local occult unions and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Out of here. Indeed.
0: Goodbye. All right, thank you for sticking around for the Patreon shout-outs. Thank you all for your patrons. We're getting started here with Oz Oddball, Patrick Clements, and Paul Fiscus Third. Oh,
2: I love the Roman numerals. Yeah, so, that too. Right on. Let's continue with Rache Walls, Richard e- Easby Easeby. 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 That's nine. Yeah, Not yeah. easy to say for me because no. I'm, I want to say Ease Lee, but yeah, Easeby. Easeby, there you thank go. Thank you, Richard. All right. And... Richard Freeman Thank mm. you very much Richard
0: Freeman Actually we have an interview Coming up here With Richard Freeman That yes, we're going to we be do. Posting up on Evil Science and Magic Buddies Continuing on Robert Vison Right Vison Did I say that right or Vicken. Or Vicken Okay Sarah Payton Sean Miller I would say Patton Patton Yeah Sarah Payton Boy we suck at thank yous We're terrible We sure do Yeah and you know what We get emails People are like You butchered my name And I say you know what I'm sorry but thank you For your money Yes Sarah Payton to And God. Sean Miller Thank you for your money
2: I still say it's Patton.
0: Okay, Sarah Patton. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So, um, Sarah? Well, I'm, I might I'm be the, sorry. I might
2: be the one that's wrong at this point. I don't know.
0: Sarah, I'm sorry. And thank you again, Sean Miller. You sure it's not seen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> i sure it's not my lawyer. <laughs> Continue.
2: Let's move on Robert. with Shonda D'Ambrose. Stacy Schmidt.
0: Sticky Sounds
2: Zine. Cool. Nice. All right.
0: Cool. Tom Humes. Tanya Downing. Travis Smithson.
2: This one's tough, so bear with Whoa. me. All right. Val. Nailed it. Nailed it. I sure it's not it did. It. Vale. Here's mm, vale? a Val. Val. Oh. Transval yeah. and Wes Mosley.
0: All right, cool. There you go. There. Thank is your... you
2: all so much. We're Dope. sorry we can't read.
0: We're. Uh, I'd like to apologize to Sarah for my pronunciation for my not even pronunciation, just not able to read your last name. Yeah, but yeah, you did it like apparently. seven times in a row. Yeah, no, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> but uh, but thank you all so very much for supporting our Patreon. We very much appreciate oh, totally. it. You guys are the best. Uh and that is If you're not currently, uh, if if you're interested, go check it out. One dollar gets you a shout out. Five dollars gets you uh, five dollars gets you a shout out and two bonus episodes. So be sure to check that out. And uh, yes, thank you all so very much. And we'll be back with more Patreon shout outs. So if you haven't heard your name yet, hold tight. We'll be getting there soon. Absolutely. Thank you, and we will talking to you shortly, right? Shortly. Yeah. Soon. So, Next week. I mean, week, yeah. shortly
2: synonymous. So okay. yeah. All right. Well, we be- will before too long. We will be speaking shortly. After a bit. After a bit. In a smidge.
0: One day. Smiginan. One day. Second buy. Smigyord. Oh, the second buy is the worst. Second buy. All right, bye. Oh, second (laughs) second buy sucks. (laughs) Yeah. See ya.